The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Cruise Radio. This podcast is brought to you by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get your next quote at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is this is Cruise Radio. Hey, how's it going? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Happy to be a part of your day. On this episode, I sit down and chat with Senior Cruise Director over at Carnival Cruise Line, John Held. We talked for about 20, 25 minutes or so the other day when I was sailing Carnival Fascination. Uh, no real agenda to the interview, just kind of kicking around some cruise topics. Sherry Kennedy is here to answer some of your listener questions. Also, Cruise Radio News. It's our Cruise Radio Facebook group. Come in there and kick around the cruise conversation, won't you? We're going to start the show this week with some questions that you've sent in. If you have a question, drop me an email, Doug at CruiseRadio.net. We'll do our best to get it answered. Sherry Kennedy from CruiseMaven.com is fielding your questions. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Doug. I'm going to try to read these questions verbatim. Uh, Billy from Indiana. We are going on Carnival Vista next spring. We are on the fence about upgrading to a balcony cabin. The wife will have the final decision. My question is, should we wait until a great sale, cancel, and then rebook our deposit as non-refundable, or should we just upgrade our current reservation? I know the decision is ultimately in our hands, but any advice is appreciated. Well, Billy, you know, of course it's in your hands, but my suggestion would be, and Doug, you probably... Maybe you would agree with me on this. I don't know. There don't. There doesn't seem to be a lot of last-minute discounts on the largest ships and the newer ships. Mm-hmm. So if there is a particular balcony cabin location that you would like, you know, you don't want one in a certain spot, you don't want one under the disco, blah, blah, I would say book it now and then keep watching for specials. You said you have a refundable deposit, um, so that's great. But, you know, be sure and read the fine print on that because if there was anything else offered with the reservation when you booked it, if you book under a different fare code, mm-hmm. you may lose anything that was given to you in the, in the form of an amenity. And that would apply to, uh, like, Royal Caribbean also and, how, you know, any of the other cruise lines. So always be careful that if you do cancel and rebook that you're – um, any amenities that you've received, maybe even just a $25 onboard credit per person, make sure it transfers over and then do the math and see how, you know, if you really do come out ahead or not. But again, I would say I would just book it now. I would book the balcony now rather than later um, because it's probably six to seven months out that you're going, five, six months. And uh, yeah, the ships are filling up fast. Yes, they are. Next question comes from Stephen uh, from Denver. First time cruiser here and love this show and what you guys do. We just booked our first cruise on Norwegian Epic. So excited. Does it pay to stay loyal to one cruise line or since we're brand new, should we explore a lot of lines? Wow. Well, Stephen, you know, I hear that a lot. Um, You know, should we try different ones and then, you know, try to get the loyalty points? And I guess the real, the end goal is to get the most loyalty points with one particular cruise line. But since this is your first cruise, my suggestion, and if you really do love your experience, I would say go back a second time with Norwegian. 
Um, and the reason being, you can compare it and see if the second time was as good as the first or was the first just like really stupendous because it was your first cruise. And then after that, you may want to start looking around at the other cruise lines. And, you know, what used to be really great um, loyalty rewards, they've been cutting into them over the years. So, you know, you might want to take a look on every cruise line's website that interests you and see what their rewards are. You know, if if someone after, I'm just going to make these numbers up, and say you had the second to high, highest level, would you then get free Internet? Is it worth is it worth it? Because sometimes Internet is dropping in price now. So sort of weigh your options. But, you know, I would go on Norwegian a second time so you can compare the first two and then move on. But when you find something you like, do stick with it and try to work your way up if it seems like it's a smart decision. People would probably argue with me for saying this, but I will cruise a cruise line based on loyalty alone. I mean, um, priority embarkation, uh, the room being ready when you get there, hell, even laundry. And I agree. Yeah, I love the laundry feature. Um, for example, like uh, on, on Royal Caribbean uh, years ago, if you were Diamond or Diamond Plus, you and your cabin mate, whether or not they were Diamond or Diamond Plus, could use the concierge lounge for the free drinks before dinner and the hors d'oeuvres or uh, continental breakfast in the morning. And then for, oh, it must have lasted two or three years. You couldn't, if the person that you were rooming with wasn't at the same level that you were, they couldn't go in with you. And I think that really raised a ruckus because from what I understand now, um, as long as one person is Diamond or Diamond Plus or even the newest level, your roommate is allowed to go in with you. Um, and I could be wrong, but that's what was reported to me by someone who actually went through it. So, you know, there's situations like that where they take away features and then they re-add them in. Um, and you just have to look at, you know, what, you know, like for you, Doug, you love the free laundry and I, who doesn't? Yes, I do. And it cost me an arm and a leg for paying for laundry in the Met a couple of months ago. Uh, next question here and final question comes from Mary Beth from Massachusetts. We are cruising uh, next summer in the Med and my passport expires next spring. When do you recommend getting a new one? Obviously, I want to get the most mileage out of my passport that I can, but I don't want to cut it close. Whoa, well, this this is something that I've just gone through in my household for an upcoming cruise. And, you know, you have to remember, I sort of look backwards at it. Mm-hmm. Um, just say her cruise was July 1, her passport, and say her cruise ended on July 10th. Her passport has to be valid for six months after the day that she returns to the United States. Mm-hmm. So that said, um, she wants to know when to get it expired if it expires in spring you have to remember it could take four to six weeks to get your passport so you know if it means fudging a month or two until you know before the actual expiration date if it gives you peace of mind and you don't have to spend an extra bazillion dollars for that ex- expediting fee then um, I would just go ahead and get it renewed if you're not going anywhere for the next couple of months Mary Beth just get your passport renewed and, you know, you, you won't get it all the way to the finish line, but at least you'll have peace of mind knowing that you have it and you're ready to go for your summer med cruise. We love answering your questions. If you have one, drop us an email, Doug at cruiseradio.net, D-O-U-G at cruiseradio.net. You can find Sherry at cruisemaven.com. Thank you, Sherry. Thanks, Doug. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at cruiseradio.net. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? 
Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour, take a beach break, or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling. Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Want more Cruise Radio? Find a library of over 400 episodes on iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. So we're hanging out with the Senior Cruise Director slash Brand Ambassador, whatever, whatever your title is this week, uh, John Heald with Carnival Cruise Line. How you doing, buddy? Good, mate. Great to be back with you. What is your title? Um, right now, jet-lagged, overweight, gray-haired, <laughs> bent-toothed, Brand Ambassador slash Senior Cruise Director, but... I really, I guess out of the two titles, um, uh, the brand ambassador sounds very posh and everything, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just me. Uh, you've been losing weight still. You yes, good, let's man. go straight into the subject of fat. No. Let's I'm... avoid cruising. Uh, I have. Yeah, yeah. You look good. You know what? I used to, I don't know if I've said this on your show before, but my weight doesn't come, didn't come from um, quantity because mm-hmm. I've never been a big eater. It came from the fact that I would do a show and I would walk around the ship and I'd miss dinner and then I'd do a late show and then I'd come back to the cabin and I would order two BLTs with cheese and potato chips, eat it and go straight to bed, miss breakfast, have a huge lunch and I really was out of control on the ship so had to do something. I got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes so I've managed to kick that into touch as the Americans say. A nice football reference there. Yeah, like it. Um, so uh, off the pills at the moment and um, long way to go. Lifestyle change. Yeah. I want to say this because and I'm looking on my phone to show you something is you inspired me about a year ago. Um, I interviewed you in Jacksonville with Carrie Underwood. Yes. I saw a picture of myself that someone took and I was like I look like a whale. I look huge. And you're agreeing like I was a whale. No, no, I, I, I'm agreeing because I don't ever remember you being big, but I'm agreeing there's a trigger point, right? And let me say to all the people who are listening, I'm never going to be one of those people who says you've got to lose weight and this is how. Nobody has the right to go up to somebody and say you're overweight, let me help you. I did a herbal <laughs> charter once. Mm-hmm. And I was a target for seven days. I had literally dozens of people running after me going, I can help you. I can help you. And I just wanted to hide under the bed. My trigger was on a flight from Miami to uh, Houston, uh, having to ask for a seatbelt extension. This was my trigger is this photo right here of you and I, a side profile of myself. Since then, I'm down 56 pounds. Well, you look amazing there. You look great, and I'm glad I inspired you. Yeah, you really did. I Thanks, was, mate. 
Yeah, it was it was really cool. But now, now we'll talk ship stuff. So um, for the folks who don't know you, John, uh, you started along. You just celebrated what your 60th year with Carnival Cruise Line. Um, could have sometimes it feels like 60. Oh, do you know the year I started? 1987 was the year I started. Um, I had somebody come up to me the other day and said that they were seven when they remembered when they first cruised with me. Wow. Um, on the holiday, and they're on board. The, they were on board the Miracle with their grown-up children. Time flies, huh? It's just I don't know what. I've what got. was your first position on ship on the ships? Are we talking? <laughs> Whatever, wherever you want to take it, man. <laughs> um, on my own. Um, uh, <laughs> my first position was bar waiter. I was hired as a bar waiter. I was a, a terrible bar waiter. I knew nothing about the cocktails. I was the worst seller, um, but I enjoyed the the repartee with the with the guests mm-hmm. and uh, the passengers, as we call them then. So they moved me uh, through the ranks and eventually into uh, to the entertainment department. You first started on the online scene with your blog. Like, what was it, about 10 years ago you launched that? Yeah, 2008 okay. uh, we launched the blog. Um, first week, a uh, lady in the office, Stephanie, wrote to me and said, uh, could you do a blog? And I had to ask Uncle Google what a <laughs> blog was. Sure. I really, I, I, yeah. I am the most uneducated when it comes to computers so I wrote I did the first blog it was the if you go back and read it oh god good morning it's a beautiful day here on the ship (laughs) everybody is having a lovely time everything is perfect goodbye I mean honestly it was the biggest load of toss you've ever written oh it was awful but ridiculously, I remember her calling me at the end of the week and said, my God, we had 70,000 views. Yeah. Keep writing, keep writing. And after a month or so, um, I said, listen, I'm not going to do this anymore unless you let me be me. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't want it to be everything in the garden is perfect all the time. I, I, I think if it's going to be successful, it's got to be true to me. And you're very transparent online, which is great. Because a lot of people, a lot of cruise lines are very sterile out there right now. And they're very... Um, image conscious, but you're very like you tell it how it is. It could probably get you in trouble sometimes. But oh, it does. Yeah. I, I'm sure there are people uh, in uh, Carnival <laughs> who are some consider me a blessing and some consider me a curse, and um, I, I get that right. And I'm very, very fortunate that the beards, the people in charge, hopefully think of me more as a blessing and less of a curse. But <laughs> yeah, I. I only think that it's as popular, my blog and now Facebook, is because, like you said, it's a great word, transparent, that I do wear my heart on my sleeve. Do you ever miss just being a cruise director? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. But I couldn't be it today. I was watching them yesterday. They were doing something called the wobble. I mean, I, I still wobble now, but I wobble only because that's how God made me. But to wobble on stage, to, to encourage a thousand people to wobble is not something that I could do. I wasn't born to wobble. Um, but I missed the stage, and you know, I just did a Q and A um, for what, two, three hundred people, or whatever was there. And having that mic in my hand is the biggest thrill. I miss it immensely. Well, Facebook, the platform you're on now, is kind of like a stage. Yeah, right? it is. You're absolutely right. Um, I just don't. The responses, the comments, and the smiley faces, and the number of likes, and I guess to a certain extent, when you see that you've asked a question, you get three, four, five thousand comments within you know the space of a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. It's great, but nothing. It's a different kind of high. Yeah, right? nothing. Nothing beats going out on stage, thinking of something off the cuff to say, funny, and hearing a thousand people boo. I, I laugh. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it because, like, 
in my radio days, whenever I was doing like stage announcements at a sixteen thousand seat arena, like you get this thrill out there. You know, you're out there and you're yeah. talking to people, and they're like, "Who's ready for X Y Z to yeah. come on?" And yeah. you're like, "Yeah," you get the adrenaline pumping. Then you're like behind the computer talking. You're like, "Okay, yeah. is anybody even out there?" It's like my podcast. Like I always joke, like only truckers listen to my podcast. No one does. I say, "No, I, I, you have a, a <laughs> I know load of people listen to your podcast, but yeah, I didn't know you did studio announcing. Yeah." Isn't, didn't you find that hard? I've, only, I've done it a few times, and I found it the most ridiculous thing. I would honestly, I would do a couple of shots before I went on stage yeah. because it's very nerve wracking. The worst one I ever did was for um, moves like Jagger. Oh, Maroon Five. Maroon Five. We had them in front of the yeah, in Gal- Freedom uh, in Galveston, and there was like what a thousand people mm-hmm. there outside, and we had this, and uh, the, the DJ went out. The professional DJ they'd hired. Who's ready for Maroon 5? Yeah! Everybody's screaming, but first, here's a guy from Carnival. And my job was to put the people back in the mood they were already in (laughs) before they said I was going out. (laughs) I'm used to being the the turkey sandwich. I was definitely the pickle. (laughs) Definitely the pickle. Do you ever get noticed in, like, real life? All the time. On the the ship, yeah, but, like, walking through the airport or even, All the time. Yeah. All the time. It's... um, I took my, uh, um, you know, wife and daughter on holiday, and I got recognised uh, many times. Airports always, um, mm-hmm. more so in America, less so in the UK, yeah. but, but in America all the time. And uh, yeah, how do you deal with um, like the online trolls and rejection? Because I'll be honest, whenever I do a post or whenever I was in radio and someone didn't like something I said, I would get really butt hurt and really offended and like oh my gosh I suck yeah. but h- how do you deal with that I'm just curious because there's, there's a lot of people out there that are kind of vulgar and spit venom out there there's a lot of people um, okay when we say a lot you know yeah, there's people th- out there th- there's people out there and it is a tiny tiny little group of people um, I, it's taken me some time I'll be very honest I wasn't very good at handling it and, mm-hmm. and I had a whole situation um, a couple of years ago when someone said some very disparaging things about my daughter and um I uh, I was I didn't have it very well. Yeah. Um, and now I've become very thick-skinned. Um, I'll I'll let, you know I spoke to a good friend of mine, um, Mickey Harrison, the the chairman of say a very good friend. Name a good dropping. Friend of, I am name dropping because I, I want to give surpass on some advice that Mickey gave me because he's got a huge Twitter account. Yeah. Right? And as not only as chairman of Carnival but also of the Miami Heat and right. all that goes with that. And I, I did ask him once about how he handles trolls, and, and you know, um, you know, he thinks of them sometimes as they could be kids sitting behind the computer. They could be people that maybe have mental challenges. Mm-hmm. And it's very, you know, it's it, he gave me some great advice, and I've calmed down a lot. I actually get more angry now when people go off on carnival than they do me. It's funny. I'm very protective about. So I become a bit of a pit bull, but. Calm down a bit. A lot of those scenarios you post about and you write, those are all 100% authentic? 100% authentic. Because some of that stuff's like, some of this has got to be made up, but people are out there really saying and writing in this stuff. Yeah, they are. And, um, you know, again, the the powers of the keyboard commando, you know, I don't know if they're making these questions up just to rile me up, but... I have to believe they're not, and I have to give them the benefit, and I have to make sure that we, you know, as a company, we do our best to to listen to their comments and, and try and work on them. How do you balance working and having a family back in the UK? Now, people say working from home is a great thing. I find it a challenge. Mm-hmm. It is. It's. I mean, you know that, right? Yeah. There are so many distractions. 
you know, the refrigerator is a huge distraction, right? That one last chicken drumstick that's <laughs> waiting to be, um, and your daughter and your dog and, and, and the wife and, and, and all these wonderful things that are around you all the time. You know, um, they keep me very balanced and um, I just have to, you know, balance the two out. But it's, it's not easy. Are you home more than you're uh, I, I think I'm, I'm away more than I'm home, mm-hmm. but it's probably more 60, 40. Uh, now I'm traveling a lot, um, you know, uh, and Carnival's getting very good to me. They, you know, I work from home. I answer four or 500 questions a week, which wow. is a lot. I got to say, um, just totally random ADD moment here, but I was up having lunch on the Lido deck earlier, and there was a disabled guy on the ship sailing with us this week. And he was struggling for something. And one of your crew members at the dessert bar, like, beelined right to him and helped him. And it was like, wow. You know, the, the people ask me the question, you know, all the time, what's the best thing about going on a cruise? And, and, and there are so many answers to that. But the one I give is proud, proudly I give because I was and still am a crew member. My mm-hmm. ID number is 109778. Um, they're up to about... I'm like number one now. Um, But whether you cruise 20 years ago, whether you cruise now, whether you cruise in 10 years' time, the best thing about the crew, the foundation of the fun, are the crew. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that uh, through all the changes and through all these incredible things we put on ships, I mean, who would have thought there'd be sky rides and and waterworks and an IMAX theatre and, uh, you know, Red Frog this and Blue Iguana. I mean, it's an amazing experience now, but the best experience... I believe, if you let it be, is the crew. I want to transition to some of the some corporate speak now and some questions. Um, Hold on, let me put my corporate yes, head on. Yes, this right. is the corporate John speaking now. What is the most challenging thing dealing with itinerary changes? I think people's perception of how easy it is to change. Mm-hmm. Right? For a lot of people, and, and just as I wouldn't understand the airline industry or if I wouldn't understand, you know, why pizza comes in a square box and not a round box <laughs> I, I, I don't know the scenario but I think one of the, the biggest challenges is trying to, to help the people understand that when we cancel a port for whatever reason it isn't just a question of going right we can't go to St Thomas let's go to St Kitts the first thing you have to do is you have to look at the speed and then you have to look at is there a berth available because during all this hurricane season it's been the most vicious hurricane season in a long, 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 long time. Um, Every cruise ship, every cruise line was looking to put their ships elsewhere. There were, everybody was, was, you know, struggling Mm -hmm. to say, where are we going to go now? And um, it's a huge, huge jigsaw puzzle. Um, You have to look operationally. Is there a space to dock? Um, uh, Can we take on uh, fuel and water? Uh, is there a place to, for grey water to go? All these kind mm-hmm. of things. It's not just literally a question of Carlos, who, who works so brilliantly in, with his team in the office, of going, right, let's go there. It takes a few days to put everything together. And I think, you know, we did a brilliant job. I do think that the challenge was that some people wanted news and they wanted it now, now, yeah. now. For sure. I want to ask you some listener questions here. First listener question actually asks me, and this is kind of, it kind of sounds weird, but maybe not. How long do you plan on staying with Carnival Cruise Line? <laughs> it's a serious question. Who asked you? Was this, was this somebody that works for Carnival? <laughs> Hi, up. This, it would be somebody called Jennifer, would it? It was Vance. Vance, okay, yeah. Um, you know, I get asked that question all the time. 
Um, and I hope it's because people ask me, um, they don't want me to go. I hope that's the reason. I don't have an answer. I have, certainly don't have any plans of leaving. I love the job. I'm honored and humbled to be able to be in this position. But there will come a day when somebody, um, you know, will be better at this than me. And then it'll be time to move on. But I would hope to get another couple of days out of it. Are you going to write a book? Yes. Is it in the works already? It's done. Really? Yes. When is it any, can you give us any information here, any exclusive? No, I can't give you an exclusive. I, 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 so a previous um, high-up beard who's no longer working for Carnival um, asked me to write a book, and I did it. it. took me a couple of years, and then that person left, and he was going to do the publishing and everything, and, and um, it sort of stayed on my desk at home. Um, I think the time to publish it now will be probably when I just before I retire there is nothing detrimental in it whatsoever Mm -hmm. I would never this company I love cherish and honor but I do think that um, the ending has got to be written when I leave yeah it's not like the devil in the deep blue sea or oh god no 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 this is is a great book it is a great book isn't it it Uh, with one of our main founders of carnivals uh, I won't mention his name here he's no longer with us Mm -hmm. uh, passed away some years ago but very much mentioned in there a uh, huge read. Yeah. I would recommend it to any totally. cruise, cruise, cruise fans. Um, are you ever going to give single cruisers a break? Uh, we just got asked this question. Um, you know, we don't have single cabins like some lines. Uh, we have a group of very intelligent people working on a new loyalty program and, and some things with that. And I will certainly bring that forward to them. Private island in the Bahamas. Yes. Anything new besides Half Moon K? Uh, so Carnival is, uh, we announced officially uh, a few months ago that we are going to be looking to develop a new private island experience. Guests love the private island. They do. They do. And Halfman Key and it's Princess awesome. Key, yeah. absolutely stunning. It's a little slice of paradise. And uh, yeah, in the, in the years ahead, you'll see more of that. Will you ever be cross-pollinating the loyalty programs? Cross-pollinating. Is that like crop dusting? I don't dusting? even know. Um, you know... We have a, an extraordinary man uh, called Arnold Donald. He's our CEO. Mm-hmm. And he is very, 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 very much into synergy between the cruise lines. And I have no information on whether we will or whether we won't have a combined loyalty program. I will say if there is anybody who can put it together, it would be him because he is dynamic and he should do radio. Have you ever heard his voice? He's been on the show a Has few he? times. Hasn't yeah. he got he's the like best a, voice? Like this, a CNN. Yes, it's, it's really, is a cross between Wolf Blister <laughs> and somebody else. I can't think of anyone else, but he's brilliant. And um, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah okay. I wish I had a voice I like that. I drop down that low Yeah, too. yeah, okay. yeah. No, but, um, I mean, all the cruise lines, they run as separate uh, uh, programs at the mm-hmm. moment, but never say never. Uh, ever going to Northern Europe? Um, I don't have any plans. You know, I've done Baltic, and I, I loved it. Um, Carnival's bread and butter is where we are now, mm-hmm. fun and sun. But we've got a, a short European season on um, Carnival Horizon. And then on Carnival uh, Vista 3, uh, I'm sure there's a good chance we'll do some European who knows where. That's 19? Yes, okay. 19. When will all the ships have Funship 2.0? By the end of 2019. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I think that's all I have for you, man. What do you mean all? We've been here for four hours. <laughs> 22 minutes and 39 seconds. Oh, is that all it is? Yeah. Time flies. It just when seems like it's been yeah. It's um, always a pleasure. Yeah, it's I want to wish you, you success. We were just talking about the fact that when you first interviewed me, you had how many listeners? 
like 12. 12. And, and now like five was family. I know. That's your Auntie Beth. <laughs> yeah. And now you've got... Uh, 85,000. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And, and I wish you continued success. And I hope you'll still be interviewing me in, in, in the weeks ahead and months ahead. And uh, thanks, everybody listening. Yeah. Good seeing you, buddy. You choose, Thanks buddy. again, Thanks man. so much. This was not CNN. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not, not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.